What's up, everyone? This is Ray from Why Did You Do That Sports with a small commercial break. Just wanted to stop by and say thanks for tuning in. I hope that you're enjoying this episode so far. Now, if you like our podcast, there's two ways to support us that doesn't cost you a dime. The first thing is to click that download button, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox, or whatever listening platform you use. That download goes a long way to supporting the show. The second thing is to share the podcast on Instagram or any social media platform and give us a tag, whether it's because you enjoy our conversations or you've made some money off our picks. Thanks again for all the support, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. Your hosts, Ray, MG, and Peter, discuss sports betting and our experiences in the industry, good or bad. Tune in to the real between our analyzed picks as well as our Hail Marys mixed in with a bunch of stupidity between the homies. Enjoy the episode. I forgot what else I was going to say, so I guess we just move on. But uh, We're going to talk about fantasy? Yeah, How's yeah. That? Uh, MJ, let's do a let's do a fantasy team status check. How you how are you doing in your leagues? Oh my god, man! <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the one that I joined in a joined publicly. Um, joined that a the, public league? What the fuck? Yeah, I I always do that just to I do that before I join any other league just to see one how other people draft and and kind of see where everyone will fall. Um, and I wanted to join a points league this year just because I'm always in a, in a, uh, I'm always in a category league. I'm never really in a points league. Um, so I did that this year. It's 20 teams deep. Um, and I'm like 15 out of 20, mostly in part of, cause I haven't been setting my lineups and also injuries, but that, that's, that's that's something that like isn't really on my mind right now but my main league that is like a hundred dollar buy-in i lost another fucking matchup by one category um thanks to in part blake griffin uh russell westbrook being bitches and not playing back-to-backs um cat is obviously injured Lori markinen also got injured tyrese halliburton also got injured so I'm trying to fill my team with like guys that can score and fill whatever category those guys um, fill the most. Um, I've missed out on gems, and right now I'm down three to six, and I'm hoping no one else gets injured. So we'll see how this fucking goes for the rest of the week. Damn, that's rough. But yeah, so for me. Um, I'm in first place in two of my leagues, uh, but I'm, in one of them, I'm getting my ass blasted right now uh, because I'm going up against Jason Tatum, who just dropped 40 points on us. Um, and then my the guys who I have playing today are pretty having pretty subpar games for for their standards. So, A.E. Harden. No, actually, this is John Wall. I have John Wall on this league, and he's having a pretty meh game. Um, so that one, I'm down 7-0 right now in that uh, in that matchup. So hopefully that gets better. Um, but the guy who I'm going up against has Keldon Johnson, 
uh, Sabonis, Ibaka. So I'm hoping those guys, uh, Sabonis is having a good game too. And I have Sabonis in another league, so I need him to, to play better. Um, in another league, uh, the other one that I'm first in, I'm up 7-2 on that for now. Um, this one, my team is fucking stacked. And like, this is the one that I kept bragging to you guys about because like, this my team is like monstrous. I have Jalen Brown. You're playing one then? No, no, no. One is the other one. This oh. is the one with uh, some old coworkers. And this one, I have Jalen Brown. I have Giannis. I have Embiid. I have Christian Wood. I have Zion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, those alone are like carrying me. For, oh my God, Giannis got 41 today. Nice. Just about to say that. Yeah. yeah he, just, he just blasted my asshole today. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play. I didn't start RJ Barrett today, which was a mistake. He had 26, 11, and 5. It's a really wow. good game. Yeah. What the fuck? I started Bledsoe instead of him. God. Ah, I Why hate do you even have Bledsoe? I hate Bledsoe. I'm trying to trade him, bro. I'm trying I to will trade fuck him. that guy up <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> I'm trying to trade him, bro. I promise. I promise. Uh, and in this other league, uh, I'm doing terrible. I'm 14th right now. Because I just drafted really badly. I, I reached a little bit too much. And I'm stuck like trying to fill in my team with the waiver wire. And I have way too many guys that are like expendable from the waiver wire. It's such a mistake. Um, 14 out of what? 16. And this is like my bigger one. Like the uh, $80 buy-in. So I don't know. I'm going to try to make my way back up. But. It's not looking good for that unless Harden starts popping off for the year the way he used to. Because if not, then I'm fucked. Um, yeah, that one I have Sabonis, so I need. So that's why I still need Sabonis to have good games. But uh, yeah, I mean two for three in terms of my fantasy leagues. I'm not. I can't be too upset. Um, still doing pretty well. First place in two of them is still. Give that. that I think that's pretty solid. Um, I never thought about doing a, a public lobby though. That's that's interesting thought. Do you do you pay to get in those? No, no. There's um there's a lot of free ones, but then there's also ones that you pay into. Um, yeah, but they're they're pretty fun if you just want to get into a fantasy league because you don't have anyone else to join with you, or right. like you don't have another league to join that where you know people. Right. Um. So if you're just looking to get into fantasy and just kind of do it for shits and giggles, that's the place to go. Gotcha. Uh, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in between in terms of how much I enjoy doing fantasy. Like, I really do it for the money because it's just fun. It's like another way to gamble. Um, but yeah, let's get started with our Second episode of the week, Watch Out Wednesday. Um, this week has been is a fun, fun week we have. Um, we're going to be focusing this episode mostly on football as it is uh, the wild card weekend. So Sunday is going to be really – Saturday this weekend is going to be sick for football games. I'm super excited um, just to sit and watch the games, to be honest. like I don't even know if I'm going to bet on them. That's a lie. I probably will. Um, but uh, we have our 
official NFL correspondent, MJ, who's going to walk us through this weekend's NFL matchups, and he's going to tell you who you should take this weekend. So, MJ, I'll let you go ahead with it, and uh, okay. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go forward. All right. So, um, as Ray mentioned, NFL is this Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm looking at the lines, and I'm looking at the matchups. And to be honest with you, I'm, there's a lot of surprises, but there's also uh, a lot that makes perfect sense. Um, and I didn't know this, but the Colts and Bills game on Saturday actually starts at 10 a.m. Um, so that's that's a first. Really? Yeah, that's a first in general. But it's given bullshit. given COVID, I guess that's how they played it out this year. The score still says one. Uh, Bet365 has it at 10.05. So I don't know what the hell's going on there. That's weird. Because um, at 140 is the LA Rams and Seahawks on bet. Oh, so yeah. This shows up these, as 1 p.m. and Your time zone might just be fucked up on Bet365. Oh, wait. I'm not even logged in. That's why. That's <laughs> <laughs> this guy's looking at the Korea time zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. 105. Okay. Um, Anyways, <clears throat> let's start off with that, that first matchup with the Colts and the Bills. Um, this is an interesting one for me, just because it is. it might be Philip Rivers' last game. I, I, hope, it, I hope it does, because, I mean, he's kind of in that Tony Romo um, spot where he's done a lot in his career, except win. Um, and he's going up against a very young Bills team that's also loaded on the offensive side. So it's an interesting matchup because they have the, one of the best defenses in the league, but then they're going up against Josh Allen, who is, I would say, the second-best quarterback, tied for second-best quarterback after Mahomes, and then he's tied with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I was, um, about, I was about to call you out on that. <laughs> just because Josh Allen, he, he can do everything that – Pat Mahomes does just a step down. It's not Mahomes esque, but he can do it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I know you're very biased against Mahomes, but if you like, Josh Allen is the truth. Like this guy is big. He can run and he can throw the ball. Okay, that's like that is like uh, the equivalent of. Of comparing LeBron to Giannis, pretty much because because LeBron like does everything great, and he's proven like in the postseason, right? Yeah. Whereas Josh Allen had a great regular season. He just has um, to prove it now. He just has to prove it in the postseason, which is like, yeah. which is basically like um, where Lamar Jackson was at last year, right? Like this guy won MVP, had a great regular season, um, but he did. Jack in the postseason, like he got exposed in the postseason, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll accept your comparison, but I don't know, bro. I'm a I'm a Patrick Mahomes fanboy. I can't even like deny it. Like, literally, <laughs> this is gonna sound super pause, but like when I watch the Chiefs play, I'm smiling <laughs> because I'm just like, holy shit! Like he just did that. <laughs> The Chiefs are crazy. It's like it's literally just watching like 
the KD Golden State Warriors play as a new fan. It's not they're nuts. They are. Um but yeah. So this matchup fuck man, I, I don't even know where to go on this one. Um the only problem with this matchup for the Colts is that if they can if they can protect Phillip Rivers and not have him get hit or pressured as much, they can end up winning the game ultimately because they have enough offensive weapons to keep up with this Buffalo Bills team. Um, now, if the Bills can apply pressure on Rivers and force him to throw the ball quickly, uh, make him think, um, and kind of give him the least time possible, this is their game easily. Uh, I like the six and a half, but I do have some numbers for this game. Um, just in terms of the matchup, the Colts six are... Six and a half for who? For uh, Buffalo. Uh, so the Colts are 0-3-1 against the spread in the last four games in Buffalo. But the home team is 5-0 and ATS in um, their last five meetings between the two teams. Uh, this, now, is, this is in Buffalo, right? Yeah, but you have to take into account that this Colts team isn't like the previous teams that the Bills have played. They're, they have more weapons, I would say, this year than they did in previous years. Um, and the under in this game is is 0-4 in their last um, four series. So it's ultimately a toss-up because there's not much information there. Um, I would lean with the with the um, the Colts at the six and a half um, because I believe that the Colts' offensive line can give Philip Rivers enough time to throw the ball and make decisions without getting ransacked by uh, the defensive line of the Bills. Um, <clears throat> moving on to Rams and Seahawks. Uh, the Rams are a four-and-a-half dog against the Seahawks in Seattle. Um, this is solely because we don't know what Jared Goff is going to look like. He didn't, play the last he didn't play the last game of the season because of, a, I think, a broken thumb or a, a busted-up thumb. Um, and they're missing – both of their top running backs. So this may have to be decided by their defense. And if the Rams can get multiple turnovers on Russ or like get them to do four and outs uh, multiple times in a row, they can win this game. Uh, even though, even though Goff will be, you know, maybe 50, 60% there. Um, but I'll never count. I'll never count Russell Wilson. Um, so even here, I, I like – I don't even know if I like the spread. I'll, I, I'll parlay this money line with something else. Um, I'm going to stay away from that spread. Um, some numbers to note in this game as well. Where is it here? Uh, so the Rams are 4-10 and 10 against, their, against the spread in their last 14 in Seattle, while the home team has covered 11 of the last 16 in this series. Uh, the, the under is 15-7. and seven their last 22 meetings between the two teams so so the numbers say seahawks to cover and the under basically that's what the numbers say that's what the numbers say but if you're not a numbers guy and you're going off of um how these teams have been playing these last couple weeks heading into the playoffs i would go with seattle uh their defense has looked a little bit better as of late and russell wilson in the playoffs or at any time of the day will will get you a dub um i just don't know if they're going to cover the spread yeah, I think out of the games to watch on Saturday, 
this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Um, just because uh, that uh, that DK Metcalf Jalen Ramsey matchup, um, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Like the rematch, I think it's gonna be a lot of hype. Personally, I think what I'm gonna do with that is I'm gonna take the over on DK's uh, receiving yards, uh, just because uh, since Jalen Ramsey got the best of him in their first mat in their last matchup. Uh, I think he's just going to come out with a vengeance and, like, really try to embarrass Jalen Ramsey. Um, also, the man is six foot six, two sixty, and is built like a fucking robot monster truck. Like, can't go against that. Uh, guy's literally body goals. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I do like the Seahawks there. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game of that day is Tampa Bay versus Washington. I don't understand for the life of me why this matchup is the last game on the docket for the NFL. Yeah, I, I, like, if you're going to put a game in prime time on a Saturday, it would have been the Colts and the Buffalo Bills, or even I mean, the Rams and the Seahawks. Like, either same, one of those would have been great. It's the same thing as to why Washington and Philadelphia was the last game last night, right? <laughs> like, that, really? that one. That one was a little different just because you have the Cowboys and Giants playing earlier on in the day. So you want to end it off with a bang by having their uh, division rivals play in the final game to see what happens to the winner of that. Still so boring. Yo, on that note about DK Metcalf, how the fuck do you get this ripped? Uh, genetics. Uh, hard work. Uh, a lot, lot of, of genetics. A lot of genetics. A lot of genetics. Yeah, this, guy's uh, a, this guy is how LeBron would look like if LeBron was a wide receiver. But I think LeBron DK's, kept his weight. I think DK is bigger, actually. Yeah. Well, if you consider the, the shorter height, then yeah. How, how tall is DK? 6'3". So he's so basically, this, he's a bigger version of Dwayne Wade. Yeah, a much bigger version of Dwayne Wade. He's 1.6% body fat. You know how fuck this guy has one layer of water between his skin, his muscles, and his bones? Yeah, bro, this guy's a monster. I I can't stop looking at pictures of him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's motivation, bro. That's all it is, is motivation. Motivation. Okay. I'm looking at this picture. It's like six foot three, 228 pounds, 1.6 percent body fat, 4.33 40 yard dash, 27 reps of 225 pound bench, and 40.5 inch vertical jump. Yeah, and uh, Peter, I don't, know if everything. You, I don't know if you know this, but keep in mind the average wide receiver and cornerback is probably like six feet one eight. Yeah. Six foot one, yeah. Anywhere from like a buck seventy to a buck ninety at most. Two hundred yeah. if you're, so if you're really built. So the guys yeah. who are matched up with this man are Bro, five inches too. shorter. What? I play wide receiver. I would be matched up against this man. I mean, you you'd would be a corner. What? <laughs> yeah, you'd be a corner. You'd be a corner, not a wide receiver. I you mean, technically, if you're just <laughs> fucking around, if you're playing wide receiver, you're playing corner too. Yeah. 
I'm actually I'm actually a nasty quarterback. I'm actually a nasty wide receiver. A nasty running back. Didn't didn't we play football at your street that one time? We did, yeah. That was fun. That was that was a lot. <laughs> um, MJ, yeah. So, uh, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Washington. This is the most boring game ever. Yeah, like um, Tampa should come out and destroy this team, but I have a feeling that. Chase Young and this defense is going to give them a little bit of trouble in, like, the beginning of the game. But then Tom Brady is just going to do his thing and then demolish them in the second half. Um, but the under in the last seven meetings between these two are is 5-2. and two, um, And 4-1 and one in, their last five meeting, in their last five meetings in Washington. Um, the underdog is 5-0-1 oh, against the spread in their last six. But the road team is also 5-0-1. Oh, in that same time span. Nice. Um, and then the Bucks are also 3-0-1 at the betting window in their last four games in Washington, which kind of just means like... So, Bucks no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be anywhere close. I think I think eight points is more than enough to cover. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Alex Smith is going to be able to do much on... Uh, in this game. No, because in, in Dominican Sue and all of them are just gonna rush him and he's gonna break his other leg like Yeah, he's he's just too feeble for sure. Like, and also he, he can't he doesn't move as well when he's under pressure. Yeah. So when you get him to move, that's when he gets in trouble. Exactly. Um so this weekend is also officially the day my three team parlay goes into effect. Uh Packers to win their conference, Chiefs to win their conference, and Lakers to win the championship outright. So Let's go both of those teams. I'm giving the Packers one more shot to uh, to do me justice. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't see. I don't. I really don't see anyone else coming out of the NFC other than the Packers. But I think. I think. I think. And this is me having a very very dark horse. Um, I think the Saints, if everything goes right, can do it. There's a very small. I, very, very small percent that it will happen, but I think they can do it if they play their cards right. I can I can see why, but I also like very largely see why not, considering how how broken Drew Brees is right now and like one one big hit on Drew Brees and like him being out for more possessions that he needs to be or even being out for the postseason. I don't know. I I would have a hard time putting money on it. That's all. Um, that's why the Steelers are frauds. So yes, let's just. Go that's on. why this 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 matchup against Chicago on Sunday is going to be important for them because if he gets roughed up by Khalil Mack or any of the, that front four, you can pretty much bank that he's going to be feeling it or he's going to fracture something again and he'll he won't be the same. Going forward, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, I have some stuff to add for that too, but uh, let's go ahead with uh, your picks for the NFC. Okay. So, um, so are you, are you saying like for the Sunday matchups, or are you just saying yeah, for yeah, NFC yeah, in general? For, the, for the Sunday matchups. Okay. So first, first game is Baltimore at Tennessee. This is a revenge game from last year for the Ravens. Um, 
they got smacked and got their ass handed to them by the Titans last year. Derrick Henry ran all over them. Tannehill had his his own fucking um, his own game. But in all honesty, I think the Titans can pull this one out. Um, Lamar isn't much of a thrower, so if you can stop him from running and his and their offense from running, I think you pretty much have a very good chance to win it at the end, especially if you have Derrick Henry on your side, um, because Derrick Henry is going to, he's going to rough you up every single play. And if you're not ready, you're going to get cracked. Um, and that's how this Tennessee Titans team plays. And not to mention, they have a lot of good wide receivers and wideouts that Tannehill, if they decide not to run the ball, they can throw it out to AJ Brown and, and some of those guys. So, the Ravens can't just focus on Derrick Henry. They have to focus on everyone else. It's just a matter of if the Titans can stop Lamar and that Ravens team from running. Um, I like I like Tennessee here at home, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Baltimore wins outright and beats them by more than three and a half. Um, so for so. Some more numbers for, for this matchup. Um, the Ravens are 3-7-1 and one against the spread in their last 11 versus the Titans, while the under is 9-4-1 and one in their last 14 meetings in this series. Um, like I said, if you're a numbers guy, that just means go with the Titans. But if you're considering how everyone's playing up until this point, um, it's ultimately a toss-up, and it just depends on which defense can stop who. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think I'm leaning towards the Titans, uh, plus three and a half. Um, just only for one reason. One of my boys is a huge like Ravens fan. Like He's been a Ravens fan his whole life. Mm. And uh, he's scared of the Titans. Um, so that's really my only reason as to why you should take the Titans. <laughs> I, I just think that uh, Mike Vrabel and, Vrabel and to remind everyone, Mike Vrabel comes from the coaching tree of Bill Belichick. So he knows how to monitor these games. He knows how to play these games out, right? If you watched last year, he tore them apart. Now, I don't know if Harbaugh is going to be able to keep up with him or if he'll have something in his back pocket to kind of screw him up. But as long as Derrick Henry is healthy and that's their engine of that team, Rabel is going to have a slew of opportunities to win this game. It's just a matter of that defense coming in and stopping Lamar. Um, I, I think I'm with you on that, yeah. Uh, all right. Bears and Saints. Let's go back to Bears and Saints. Bears and Saints. Okay. So uh, this game... The Bears are nine and a half underdog against the Saints. Um, this game is in New Orleans. Um, I'm not too sure if they're actually going to have fans there, but nonetheless, this Bears team, they pride themselves on their defense because their offense can't do jack shit. It doesn't matter if it's Trubisky. It doesn't matter if it's fucking, I don't even remember what the other guy's name is that won the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Um, but it doesn't matter who it is. Those guys can't seem to find either they're wideouts or they can't seem to manage the game properly on the offensive side, which in turn causes them to go four and out quickly. Um, and this Saints team is no joke. 
Um, given even though like Drew Brees is injury riddled and he's old, um, he can still throw the ball. But the defense is battle tested and they know what they're doing. Um, so if the Bears' offensive line isn't um, up to par, this game would be over probably by the early third quarter. Uh, Alvin Kamara is, has been a beast all season. Um, I have to see if Michael Thomas is playing, but even then, if Michael Thomas isn't playing, you have uh, Taysom Hill as the jack knife or Swiss Army knife of that team, um, and you still have weapons to throw it out to. So I don't see a reason as to why the Saints don't win by more than a touchdown. Um, if those Bears quarterbacks decide to, you know, uh, pull their nuts out of their vagina, then I could see it being a game. But I, I have no faith in that offense. Um, the defense is going to have to do everything, and I don't think that they'll be able to do it for the entire game without any help on the offensive side. Um, and then some more numbers for this game. Uh, the Bears are only are just one five and one against their spread in their last seven against the Saints, um, and zero three and one against the spread in their last four in New Orleans. Um, the Bears are also two and six at the betting window in their last eight playoff games, which basically means you would go with the Saints. Um, this should be an obvious one. I will be very very surprised if the, if the Bears come out and win this game outright. Um, they'll pretty much. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that. That's like, that's like the Knicks beating. Actually, yeah, it's like the Knicks beating the Bucks to uh, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So, if it happens, then the Bears have just proved everyone wrong. Uh, but they're gonna get their ass smacked the next, um, the, their next matchup. So, uh, yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all I can say about this this game. Uh, yeah, I wanted to add something, but I forgot. <laughs> Um, yeah, fuck the Bears. Um, let's just move on then to the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, this is my favorite matchup for Sunday, and thank God they have this game in primetime because this is a divisional rivalry, um, and they just played this past weekend, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out with Big Ben and everyone else coming back. Um, I know that the Browns just, by the skin of their teeth, won the last game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these guys come out and play in their first playoff matchup in I don't know how long. Um, to be honest with you, I like the Browns here at four and a half. Um, I don't think I don't I don't think Pittsburgh has it in them. They have way too many injuries on the defensive side, um, and also if Baker Mayfield can pretty much do what he was doing that last half of the season, the Browns have a very good chance of winning because they have a very good run offense and then they have weapons on the receiving route. So it's, it's just going to keep the Steelers guessing, but the Steelers are one of those teams that are battle-tested throughout the years and they've made the playoffs every single year, I think except for last year. Um, so Mike Tomlin will be ready. Uh, now it We'll see how Ben Roethlisberger plays, because uh, if Miles Garrett can get to him, um, it's going to be a fun matchup. Let's just say that. So I like I like the Browns here. Four and a half is a lot, um, but I always like the the home. I mean, not the home. The I always like the dog in a rivalry game. 
All right, Peter. If you're going to take any NFL pick this weekend, it's going to be Cleveland Browns' money line. Mm. The reason why is because the Pittsburgh Steelers are a bunch of frauds who suck and are a terrible football team. No, they're, they're a good football team, but they have a terrible, overrated, should-be-washed, retired quarterback. Um, I like I don't like Ben Roethlisberger at all. I think he should have retired three, four years ago. And uh, I don't think he'll be able to pull through. Um, and I'm personally going to be heavy on the money line on, uh, on Sunday for the Browns. I'll probably be going Titans, Titans spread, um, Titans spread, Saints, and uh, Browns money line. Uh, let's take a look at those odds. Saints spread? No. Uh, Saint, uh, uh, um, oh, Saints spread, MJ? I'm trying to. Figures. If I'm trying to win, I'm, I'm and I'm parlaying it with all the other games. I'm going money line. I'm not taking a chance. But if I'm singling it out, I'm going spread. Okay, so my my ticket looks like Bills spread, Seahawks spread, Buccaneers money line, Titans spread, Saints money line, and Browns money line. That's a twenty eight fifty nine. If I do all money line for everything. Bills, Seahawks, Bucks, Titans, Saints, and Browns. It's 2069, which is not that big of a difference. So, all money line might be the way to go. Do you guys have any particular picks of the week you want to highlight? Browns money line. Browns money line. Going Titans three and a half. Nice. Nice. Thanks for thanks for going so in depth on those, MJ. Um, I think uh, I I feel pretty confident in like everything you talked about. Um, yeah, uh, I'm pretty confident in that. And hopefully next week, Chiefs and the Packers win, and we can just move forward to them winning their respective championships, and my payout can jump up a little bit. Um, but yeah, any last words, boys? Uh, just got a quick League of Legends pick for this. <laughs> um, another tourney starting um, for this spring tournament. Apparently starts now. But uh, there's a game between Top Esports versus Su Ning. And uh, Top Esports pretty heavy favorites to win it. But... Uh, the handicap or spread for this one is a minus 1.5 for Top Esports, which uh, I think is a pretty good one. Um, top Esports is like, they steamrolled through that last tournament that they just played. Um, they only dropped one game out of nine games. Um, and their their middle laner, Knight, is like the best one in, he's the best middle laner in the world. So um, they did lose the tuning, like, last summer but um they've only lost once of them and then other than that they have completely dicked them every other time 
So I do like them to just completely go two and zero against them to start off this tournament. And uh, it is a minus one fifty, so it isn't too good of like a payout. But I'm gonna throw that in there with the football picks. Nice. I could I could live with that. I'll probably throw on there too. But yeah, that's uh that's about it for the podcast. Uh, just everyone keep in mind, uh, watch out for our picks this coming week. Uh, we'll be posting basketball picks kind of intermittently based off of how, based off of some lines, we'll kind of judge how it's going. Um, and uh, keep out for the, keep watch for the streams. We'll probably throw some live betting streams too, uh, just showing like our, our live bets because me personally, like I, I like to do a lot of live bets. And uh, Peter with the gaming streams, and then MJ and myself, we're probably going to cover a lot of like, the, the sports discussion streams with, uh, with Peter's help. So, yeah, that's it. You can stop listening now. <coughs> Goodbye. <laughs>Thanks again for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. We want to know if we've been able to help you guys out. Whether you tailed their bets, won or lost, we want to know. If you simply enjoy listening to us talk, then we want to know as well. Show us some love on any of our social media platforms if you've enjoyed the episode either way. Appreciate the listen and we'll catch you next time.